0: This program is brought to you by Stanford University. This program is special to me because the, the theme of it, I suppose, is opera fantasies, but I'm not playing, I'm not simply just playing every track from the CD. Um, so there are certain pieces that we will be playing um, from the CD, but also we're going to be playing um, a new uh, Mozart, Transcription of Nebra Mozart aria um, that Steven Pretzman did. Uh, he's the pianist that I'm playing with. And we're playing Strauss Sonata, which has nothing to do specifically with opera besides the fact that it's just expansive like an opera. And, of course, Strauss was incredible. Operatic composer, um, so it's sort of fun to take that theme and and then sort of expand on it a little more than on the CD. As a musician playing a live concert, it's incomparable to, to anything else. But I think more importantly, as an audience member, it's that's what's really incomparable. I mean, it's easy, you know, in this day and age to to get sort of what you need at home. You know, there are amazing recordings out there, DVDs. Y- You know, if you're not so concerned with sound quality, you can go on your computer and watch amazing clips on YouTube. But there's something about being, actually being there, that cannot be replaced. And I believe that passionately. There's a triangle that happens between the the performer, the music that you're playing, the composer, and the audience. And if you take one of those aspects away, something is missing, and not to say that those other forms... Don't have their place and don't fulfill a certain part of your life. But if you take away the live performance aspect, if you don't have that connection between the performer, the audience, and the music, there's I really feel that there's there's something special that you just it's hard to put into words, but some something that some electricity that happens between those three things that just can't be replaced. I started playing the violin when I was about four years old. And the story goes that I was watching television with my parents, and we were watching some PBS special. um, The Chicago Symphony was on. And a violinist came out and played the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto with the orchestra. And apparently, I sat there mesmerized and then said at the end of the concerto that I wanted to play the violin, and I wanted to be on TV and do exactly the same thing. So after another year of begging my parents, they got me a Cracker Jack box. Uh, with masking tape um, and a ruler for the fingerboard, and that was my that was my violin. <laughs> um, and that just didn't do it for me. So after six months, um, I got my first real wooden violin that actually made sounds and a bow. And I was sort of hooked from that moment on. I, I don't ever remember not taking it seriously. Um, even at the beginning stages when I'm sure it was very slow progression um, and I didn't sound very good, but it just was a very, always a, a, a immediate sort of love for me. The Stanford kids are unbelievable. I mean, I call them kids, but I mean they're not. They're <laughs> fully formed, mature adults that blow me away. They are, they come here already with so much on their plate. They have so many interests and somehow they manage to fit all of their passions and interests into into their lives, which for me is amazing, because I think back to when I first started college, I time time management was was not definitely not a priority for me, but these kids just have it together. And I think that I learn as much from them as they do from me. Uh, they just they're inspiring. and and I don't know where they find the time, but they always come in and having learned something, they're always better the next week, and they come in most importantly with the most amazing thought-provoking questions, which means that they are actually not just practicing and going through the motions, but they are actually thinking about music all the time.